Hey, this is Brian Steele with KingdomFieldGuides.com. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And we have episode 204 with my good friend, the author of Your Kingdom Field Guide, pastor and author, Brian Steele. Uh, what a fantastic conversation, man. This guy is all about leveling up uh, through God's goodness. Um, I'm a man of faith, and I apo- unapologetically say that. And it was so great to have a conversation with someone that was kind of a science person in geology and kind of leveled up his way into really uh, being God-loving. I mean, he always loved God, but now he's leveling up and helping you love God as well. He doesn't push it down your throat. He's not like really aggressive about it. And that's what I really love about Brian. Uh, we're cut from the same cloth and I just love that. So without further ado, here's my really good friend, Brian Steele, the author of Your Kingdom Field Guide. Let's level up. Time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad and Scott Ferguson. And how do you feel about a broken geologist that became a pastor and then dared to write a book about the Bible's most relevant story today? Well, I got my guy, my good friend here from the left coast out in Washington State, Mr. Brian Steele. He is a pastor, author, and speaker. After eight years studying the parable of the hidden treasures, as he leads people to find God's really real kingdom as the path to a life that is flourishing. Brian is also a professional geologist, as, and I want to get into that part about being a geologist yeah. and also a man of faith, as, as in recovering from a bird-watching addiction. He loves alpine backpacking with his wife, Katie, and his dog, Banner. And he also says, may you stub your toe on the hidden treasure waiting right at your feet. And that is awesome because a lot of times, squad, what we really want, God's already provided there. You just have to open your eyes and see it. So, Brian... Welcome to the show. Please come on, introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Hey, hey Scott, glad to be here. It's a, <laughs> it's a mountain blue that you only get in an alpine wilderness. So you got to be about uh, 6,000 feet up and it's a sky blue in sky that blue. alpine setting. I love it. Close to God there, right, my man? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My boy Brian here is a man of faith. And, you know, I am unapologetically a man of faith as well. And my squad listens to it. And they still continue to listen. Uh, but this man is a man of faith, but he also brings it in with his kingdom field guide. If you're watching on YouTube or any other video channel, I'm going to have a giveaway for this book. So wait to the end. Uh, make sure you listen to the end so you can have your chance at a free giveaway. But he, what I'm saying by that is he modernizes it's a lot like Jesus did in the parables when he would make, you know, something in, in tell it in human terms. And Brian, I'm not, he's not thinking, I'm not thinking he's anywhere near Jesus Christ, but you know, he's not able to close. do that and give that gift of, of that. So Brian, again, thank you for coming on. Can we get to the origin stories of you being a geologist, which a lot of geologists, they don't believe in the Adam and Eve and in kind of stuff like that. At least the ones that I know, yeah. um, we get in our nice little friendly debates and stuff about creation and whatnot, but you get into a little bit about your background in geology and then kind of how it leveled up into, you know, being a fantastic coach and also the author of the kingdom field guide. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I started getting into geology in high school with my English teacher taught me and some buddies how to rock climb. And that got me hooked and being outside and, uh, and I have a science mindset 
And so when I'm trying to decide what I'm going to decide what I'm going to do with my life, uh, it was I'm going to go study geology, and I love being outside. So combining science with being able to climb all over rocks, and the way my faith integrates in that is, I just believe that that this earth declares God's glory. The more we look at it, the more we study it, the more we get into the details, it's amazing. And so for me. I have zero problems integrating my faith and being a person of science and geology. It's just like it's everything's perfect... created by God, man. That's it. You know, yeah, it's it, and it's amazing. the beauty of what He created. Yeah, you know. Yep. So let's kind of level up into where you're at now. You're a pastor. Yeah, and you're also a fantastic author. Uh, what what kind of brought you into going into the clergy? Well, I had, uh, you know, my son was starting middle school and I decided I'm just going to volunteer in the middle school youth group. And that snowballed and absolutely took off. And I discovered I just bumped into something like I, I had no plans of becoming a pastor. It was never on any life path. And I discovered something that I loved and a passion I didn't even know that I had. And so that volunteering experience just snowballed. And then church offered me a job. And I, uh, I left a really uh, an excellent career in geology. I was doing consulting, engineering consulting, and, uh, and left that so I could come and be uh, a pastor. Did youth ministry for a few years. Now I love working with adults, connecting people, helping people live in God's kingdom. And is it at your church that you do most, most of this connecting, or do you go go out with an outreach or missionary kind of thing, or what? What yeah, is your mostly mostly uh, local in my church, and and you know we have people that are across the board economically and socially. It's a huge church that I work at. I'm one of fifteen pastors, and oh, wow. and people from all kinds of backgrounds and all kinds of faith backgrounds, and I love that. I love that everybody's story is unique and God is, is working a story. That's, that's just, I mean, he's the best author, right? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Seriously. So you, you, what did your family then kind of think about you kind of really kind of moving away? Cause I know a lot of my friends, they work Mm -hmm. at the church and I'm sorry, like monetarily um, it's not so much there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, God says it's okay to make money. Just don't be in love with it. Yeah. You know, so what did, what did your family think about that kind of move into the clergy life um, away from kind of geology where, again, I don't know what you're making, but you spent a lot of time there. So I'm sure it was a living. Well, I'm not making six figures. Okay. And, uh, but what I discovered is that God provides if he's calling you to something, he's going to provide for it. Yes. And he's going to provide in ways that are really surprising. It might mean that you need to make sacrifices. It might mean you need to make big sacrifices, but it's always going to be worth it. Yes. And when you say yes to what the Lord has in store for you, uh, he's just going to provide. And, uh, and, and honestly, uh, even though I'm not making nearly what I used to, my wife and I, we feel like we're living as royalty and yeah. our lives are so full and so meaningful, more than I ever could have imagined. Uh, and I love that you say that because when you're part of something like you are at your church, it's kind of like, it doesn't mean money doesn't matter, but if there was yep. ever a hiccup in your life, 
Um, the church is usually there, not lack of better term, not to bail you out, but to really help you through that. And if it becomes monetary, a lot of times I know when I was going through my hard times in 09 and 2010, my, yeah. my church, you know, I'm a small group leader, you know, for the teenagers and they like couldn't make a car payment, you know, and the real yeah. estate market crash, it couldn't, they, you know, benevolent fund, they just said, listen, man, Fergie, we got you. And that's one thing about the church mm. is, is, that, that that's awesome. So then what do you think Brian makes a great leader? Uh, service. I think a, a great leader is a servant that brings flourishing to and through other people. Wow. Give me an example. Well, you know, it, it's, uh, I had the, the person I'm working for right now is one of the best bosses that I've ever had in any setting professional. And he just makes me a, a better Brian. And he's so humble. He has a humility and he has a servant heart. I mean, he's the guy that showed up on my doorstep when I was getting ready to move my house and just want, wanted to help. Love and it. his humility and his service has helped me become a better Brian and is part of the flourishing that's in my life. Love that. That's fantastic, man. Thank you for that example and being transparent. So yeah. the people come to you being a pastor, they're going to come to you with a plethora of different background of problems. Yeah. What is some of your secret sauce then that you have that helps you help them find the blind spot that they're going through? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I often, the story in your head, I'll say the story in your head matters more than practically anything else. And I'm, I'm so convinced that the narrative of all history is God's kingdom narrative. And wow. And that, you know, in my book, I say that, that God's kingdom isn't just real, but is really real. It is the thing that's going to last for eternity. And if the story in your head isn't lined up with that reality, then it's a little bit crazy. And so I'm really, as people are coming in, I'm trying to help people see you are living in God's kingdom. His kingdom is really real here and now. And that the narrative that you live by when you wake up, when you go about your day, when you're doing all the ordinary stuff, if you're living a kingdom narrative, it makes all the difference in the world. And it even gives meaning to the, to the suffering, to the trials, to the difficult things. And it squeezes goodness out of those really difficult things. Wow. So I'm always talking about the story in your head and what narrative are you living by? Wow, that's awesome. That that gives them a foundation to really start their healing process or their leveling up process, yep. even if they're trying to make it forward in life. So when they're they're coming to you, Pastor Brian, is there is there any good question you wish they would ask you but never do? Well, you know. Uh, actually what I'm finding is usually people have a fear of, of raising questions around areas of faith. Like they think that those questions translate into a weakness in faith, but I believe that the best questions and the most difficult questions are a reflection of strong faith. Yes. Like absolutely. if you have a, a close relationship with somebody, there's nothing that's off that's off topic is you can talk about your deepest struggle and your most intense doubts and your fears. And so I, I would wish that people were more off honest with the real deep questions that they have about their faith. 
And, and, um, and so I wish people would be able to go there more often. Right. Love Rather it. than that, bury the questions or think, oh, I can't ask that because I think that would be viewed yeah. as weakness or, or not having faith. You ha- yeah, you have to ask because to strengthen your face, faith, you know, I, I take my really good friend Leah Woodford's advice, you know, get your asking gear. You know what I'm saying? Ah, ask, so ask, ask. It. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Absolutely. I love, yeah, I, I love that. Get that asking gear. So, Brian, who's had the most profound impact on your life? Outside of God. Yep. It's my great uncle, Jerry. It's actually my wife's great uncle, Jerry. Uh, Jerry Kirk is, he's in his nineties and he is a man, uh, again, is, is humble. He has a servant's heart. He is a person of faith and he has, uh, an impact that really travels worldwide. And, uh, and, and uncle Jerry has, has helped form and shape me not just as a Christian, but as a person, perhaps more than any other mentor role in my life. And the reason why it's so powerful is I, one time I asked him, hey, would you mentor me? He said, no, I won't mentor you. But what I'll do is let's follow Jesus together and let's learn together because he has this conviction that he has as much to learn as I do. Wow. And it's, so it's a mutual relationship. So yeah, yeah. it's a That's journey, so right? Yep. It's a journey and that you're consistently learning. And that's what probably keeps him alive into his yes. 90s because he's consistently learning. So people that just stop and they think they know it all, they're content that they don't yep. progress. And that actually kills you physically if you yeah. don't continue to learn. That's probably a, part of his secret also, Yeah, he's really honest with his struggles with me as well. And you'd think if, you know, by the time he hit 90, you've just arrived and, you know, he's totally dispelled that notion. And, and so... His, the, the, the gift that he gives me is he's honest with his struggles with me. That means I can be honest with my struggles with him. And, uh, and that is such a, that's awesome. Such a gift. Love it. So have you seen back to the future? Yeah. Okay. Let's get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the 22 year old Brian Steele. Hmm. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on Brian to help him level up, last through, and maybe shorten the learning curve? Yeah, actually, I don't want to shorten his learning curve. I want him to go through every last bit of hell that he is going to go through because he's going to have in his 20s and 30s and even a little bit into his 40s, he's going to have some versions of hell on earth that he needs to go through. And I don't want to shorten that at all, Scott. I want him to I, I need him to do that kind of suffering because it made me the person that I am right now. So I'm not telling him a thing. <laughs> right. Good. Good. I mean, that, that's actually the journey. I'm going to be like, no, nope, go it. through it. I love it. So in how, trial. how do you want that dash remembered though? That little line in between your incarnation mm-hmm. date and your expiration date. How do you want your dash remembered on your, your tombstone? If you will. Yeah. Well, Jesus, he told the parable of the hidden treasure. He said, the treasure, the kingdom of God is like treasure hidden in a field that a man finds and then in his joy goes and sells everything and buys that field. And, and I want that dash to be not only I found the treasure hidden in the field, but I led others to finding the greatness and the flourishing that's available in God's kingdom. Wow. That is fantastic, man. That is awesome. So let's transition here. What, what keeps... Brian up at night? Oh, man. Um, I 
I, when I'm, when I'm concerned about if I'm being the very best steward of what God's entrusted to me, am I using my time? Well, am I using my gifts? Well, my talents, am I, am I listening? Am I living a life that's, you know, that's characterized in, in a Jesus way? Is there humility? Right. And, uh, and, and honestly, I, I'm most haunted if I feel like I'm building my own kingdom as, a poor, as opposed to God's kingdom. Because if I'm building my kingdom, that thing is going to crumble. It's not going to last. Well, it will. It's got to be on the foundation yeah. of that, that cornerstone it. rock. Absolutely. So then what is Brian's definition of a life well-lived? It's, it's flourishing. And flourishing doesn't mean easy or comfortable uh, and so Scott, you know, 2020, uh, was honestly the best year of my entire life. Good. Me too. I say the same thing. Absolutely. Yep. And it's not because it was an easy year, but it was because I experienced flourishing in the middle of it. Right. And, you know, in the last eight years, I've been married to my wife, Katie for eight years. And, and during that time, we've gone through uh, a brain surgery with my wife, and she ended up getting shot, which is her own story. And we've had some nightmares, but that, even through that, was flourishing. Right. And, and you and I would probably not have met mm-hmm. without COVID because of the that's right you know, the connection that we have through Kyle Gillette, our good buddy. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. you know, and, and Kyle I. Gillette. You know, and reached out to Kyle. He's like, hey, you have to talk to my friend, Pastor Brian. And like, that's the way I look at it. I mean, I built my podcast up to almost half a million downloads and sponsorships wow. and everything through COVID because I was like, man, how can I help people? And it's interviewing people like you that is going to hear the message. It's going to help mm. them. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, so thank you for sharing that. Hey, time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad. We are back with my good friend, author, Pastor Brian Steele. And he is the author of the Kingdom Field Guide. And again, we have a giveaway, which make sure you stay to the end. And I'll tell you exactly how you have a chance at winning his fantastic book. But Brian, we're moving into our leveling up lightning round. I'm going to ask you about five or six questions. Okay. And you, I get, you and I could talk 15, 20 minutes an hour on each one of these questions, but you've got five seconds with no explanation. You ready? Let's do it. Don't be nervous. You can do this. These are easy. Seatbelts on. <laughs> Let's level up. What's the best leveling up advice Brian's ever received? Uh, serve. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I have a, uh, a daily devotional on paper, and I'm using paper to, to track my life. Love it. Yes, I love accountability. That's fantastic. Other than your website, kingdomfieldguides.com, and also time to shine today.com, my shameless plug, what's another website you like to go to to level up? Soulshepherding.org. Wow, I have to check that out, and I will put that in the show notes, squad. Awesome. If I'm in my doldrums and you're seeing it, like Fergie, read this, and it, not the good book or not your book, what's another book that you might hand Fergie? I mean, myself. Uh, I'm going to go Mike Cosper, Recapturing the Wonder. Capturing the Wonder. I'll put that in the show notes. I'm going to have to pick that one up too. Absolutely awesome. So what's your most commonly used emoji when you text, Brian? It's like the sideways smiley face with tears laughing <laughs> yeah, coming down. People, right? always say the laughing, people always say the laughing emoji, but yeah. I always say straight up or sideways. So you're a sideways guy. I love sideways it. Sideways laughing emoji. You can't freaking lie to me right now. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. 
if you could stay one age for the rest of your life and still keep the physically for the rest of your life, still keep the uh, knowledge you've garnered and still continue to get the good knowledge, what age physically would be, would, would you stay? Yeah, I think right now I'm, I'm in some of the best physical shape of wow. my life. And okay. so I'd, I'd stay right where I'm at. Okay. I'm, I'm almost 50 and I would take 32 just because it's a lot easier for me to get on that jujitsu mat then oh, than man. it is now. I'll tell you what, it's a lot. Yeah. I have a warm up before our warm up. Right. <laughs> so, any favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Oof. Uh, well, locally, it's Rebound of Whatcom County and they, they serve uh, underprivileged and, and vulnerable kids and families that are around me. Love it. Love it. Thank you for saying that. And last question, and you can elaborate on this one just a little bit, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, dang. Oh, I'm going 60s. All right. Very cool. I was a, I was a hippie uh, back in the day. I went to 21 Grateful <laughs> <Yeah>. Dead shows. <laughs> nice. You can't go wrong with any one of those four no. decades, man. I mean, you know? Jimi Hendrix is on Honestly, it's so good. Some of that old. Right. Uh, How old, old are you, if you don't mind sharing? I'm 85. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm 51. Oh, wow, man. You're in excellent yeah. shape. You're excellent shape. That's fantastic. So, Brian, how can we find you, brother? Uh, kingdomfieldguides.com. And that's with an S on the end, squad. Yep. Kingdomfieldguides.com. Yep. Also have a Kingdom Field Guides Facebook page. There's lots of great content on there. And, and those are the two best places to, uh, to find me. And also, it does have a free download on the five tools to establish a kingdom first culture. It looks like a free download on his website. And also, Squad, the first person, you have to pick up this awesome book. I'm halfway through it. Uh, Brian has personally signed it for you as well. Uh, But it is the Kingdom Field Guide, the Hidden Treasure Series, Keys to to Finding God's Really Real Kingdom. And again, it gets, it gets me glued. I, I talk about this in my podcast a lot. I don't read books straight through. I do it in many, and I probably have five or six books going at once, but all of them really feed my mind good stuff. And I want you to, if, if the first person to put in any of my social time to shine today, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, um, or even an email subscribe that replies back, Steel Man, S-T-E-E-L-E. <laughs> M-A-N, Steelman. If you put that in the reply along with what your thoughts are on the podcast, I will send you out a free book. And Brian, again, has already signed it. And it's ready to be shipped to you. And Time to Shine today is blessed that Brian sent it to us. And of course, we will handle the shipping. So Brian, if you could, this has just been awesome. Could you please leave us with one last knowledge nugget you'd like us to take with us, internalize and take action on? Yeah, when Jesus, he talked about his kingdom, he's, there was really two things. It's it's worth more than anything you can imagine, anything you could have, any dream goal. But he says that it's hidden. And for you to find God's kingdom, he says to seek it first. It means make it your highest priority, your, your greatest effort, the top of mind. And, uh, and when you embark on that kind of journey, your, everything in your life is going to take such deeper meaning and significance and and even the most ordinary things in your life you're going to find are going to become extraordinary it's going to put it like underneath a microscopic glass or a magnifying glass you know if you seek that kingdom first and that's one thing that actually saved my life and 
2009, 2010. So mm. absolutely. So, you know, Squad, you just had a free masterclass with my really good friend, Brian Steele, an author, fantastic man, a pastor, you know, God, he lives by God's calling. He knows that God is going to provide, you know, big sacrifices that you're going to make are going to be worth it. You know, a great leader, Brian says, is a servant that brings flourishment to and through other people. And that's exactly what Brian does. You know, he'll, he'll tell you that the story in your head matters more than anything else. You know, live a kingdom narrative, and it'll give meaning and squeeze goodness out of everything in your life. If you, if you fire up and level up and really go after that kingdom, you know, don't be afraid of questions when it comes to faith, because you're going to have questions. You're going to have doubts. Reach out to someone like Brian. He'll be happy to take a call with you, or I'll be happy to make the introduction personally to Brian. You know, he's going to tell himself and others, Go through the hell, suffer. Mm-hmm. It's going to build character, but just keep your eye on that kingdom first and you will succeed. Promise you. I went through that. I'm a living legacy. A podcast episode 26 tells that story. You know, it, he wants to live a life where he's found treasure and he wants to lead other people to that treasure. That's the epitome of a go-giver. Your treasure might be different than his, but he will help get you there. You know, he wants to be the best steward, have humility while doing that, and lead you again to God's kingdom and seek that kingdom first. And remember that flourishing is not easy. You have to suffer a little bit to really seek out that kingdom. And Brian, you're so humble yet hungry. You level up your health. You level up your wealth. Thank you so, so much for coming on Time to Shine Today, Podcast for our Suit Squad. And I just can't wait to collaborate with you more in the future, brother. Looking forward to it, Scott. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day, my friend. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.